Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Do you know what I feel like doing? Running the ropes? Of course. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things wrestling related. And I'm joined by my co host. What up, guys? It's the BKS, the best kept secret in podcasts, and not just in podcasts today, but in wrestling in general. It's been a hot minute. I think the last thing we did was AEW's um, Grand Slam when we talked yeah. about wrestling. And a lot of things has come and gone since then. <laughs> You're that, Saying a lot of things is an understatement. <laughs> but before we get to all of that, we'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. You know, you said all that. I won't be surprised if that's going to be the next pay-per-view because we got all in. We got all out. All that. It's the next pay-per-view. I'm calling it. I mean, it doesn't sound too far-fetched, but a lot has been transpiring in the wrestling world. We've had legit trades. I <laughs> I imagine it's not it's not a trade. It's not it's a trade, not, but it's hap- it, it happens to Coraline as a trade, basically. I just picture you know, like back in the day, you're trading Pokemon with your friend, and you yeah. see in the tube the Pokemon Ooh. pass by each other. It's like two trains passing in the night. Uh, there's a whole merger thing we got to talk about because that's a whole other separate issue. But while we're talking about trades, let's just hammer away these two R- roster swaps. I'll call it. No, no I, I think a trade. A trade is more. It like sounds it, better. It, it sounds better, and it feels technically like it is. Technically, yeah. if you technically it isn't, but it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we're talking. Yeah, we're talking about Jade Cargill now jumping ship from AEW over to WWE Mm -hmm. and Adam, the rated R superstar Copeland going over to AEW. You said his name so backwards. It's the rated R superstar Adam Copeland, not Adam rated R superstar Copeland. Well, it's in the middle. No, it's in the the front. It's it's in the front. It's the red. Yes, it is. No, it sounds better that way. No, what do you mean? Adam rated R super. No, that's not. No. Absolutely not. He's rated R, you yeah. know? He's, he's provocative. He's provocative. It gets the people going. It does. Now, I'm, I'm going to start by asking you this hot take question. And oh, then we no. can dive into all the nuts and bolts about this. In your opinion, who is the better signing? Edge or Jade Cargill? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I that one. Uh, no, because uh, you know I'm an AEW mark. I'm an AEW guy. You were calling uh, me a mark for the podcast we did last week. All of yeah, a sudden, because, because, no, because you're a fan. You were like, oh, I don't, I don't. You even said it. I don't watch AEW. I'm more of a WWE guy. I'm and loyal. Then, uh, oh yeah, so I was Edge. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> money no. can buy you anything. <laughs> no, I, I gotta say, Adam Copeland. WWE did tr- make it seem like. Jay Cargo was the next big thing with the, all the press and some, and acting like it. But it's like you forget when she started off. She was very much like Braun Strowman. When people saw Braun Strowman, people were saying, oh, why are you pushing him? And then a couple of years later, his match with Roman pushed him up. And people were like, yes, get these hands. People wanted Braun to win the title. And then that was like with Jay Cargo. People were like, oh, why is Cody feuding with Jay Cargo? She's why they're bearing the women's division around here and then now everyone's like oh my gosh she's one of the best women's on the roster it's like 
it's like that how I compare it, but it's like Adam Copeland is somebody who people wanted in a, um, AEW. I don't think anybody wanted Jay Cargor in WWE. So I have a way to answer this question without really answering it. And that's my cop out because I asked the question so I can get this work around just fine. Um, short term, I think the edge signing for AEW will be the greater success. Well, he's also full-time too. Unlike his last WWE contract was, he was just a part-timer. Yes. And I think long-term, you know, end of the day, we're looking back at this time in WWE versus AEW. I think Jade Cargill will be the better signing. I, I don't think so. Because look at Sting. Man's like, what, 65, 70, still going? I, Edge could be, Edge could do that. Edge could be in his 70s and still um, go. The only reason why I say for Jade Cargill is because, like you said, um, that initial rust period with her is now worn and she's fairly good in the ring. And again, you brought up the fact, the way they presented the signing. ESPN, which is sports. Yeah. Let's acknowledge it's sports, not wrestling, because, you know. Yeah. Um. The signing was announced on ESPN. The day the thing happened, you know, we got all the videos on social media of her coming to the Performance Center, the rumors leading up to it, and she was presented as such. You mentioned also, you know, back when Cody came back to WWE, it was the matter of how they presented him to the crowd. And I feel like they had the mold with Cody and now Jade Cargill who, you know, we talk about women's wrestling now. This could be the boost it needs, at least in the WWE, because, you know, we we also talk about at length, who's going to challenge, like, a Rhea Ripley? Who's going to challenge a Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, bars? Uh, people we haven't seen. And here comes Jade Cargill, fresh new matchups across the board. I think that's what opens the door for the future. I I understand. I hundred percent agree, but it's also how you react to the crowds, and because yes. a lot of people don't watch AEW. This is the first non WWE AEW. People knew knew Cody because he was from WWE. She's a homegrown talent in AEW. It's just to see if people are gonna react to her, if people are gonna know her, because there there are some fans that don't let's watch Twitter, yeah. go on Twitter. They don't go to ESPN. They just watch the product. There were kids. I know when I was younger, there were kids. I never watched the internet. I didn't see who these superstars were coming yep. from TNA, Ring of Honor to WWE. So it's like it's how you generate with the crowd, how you go with it. With Edge, kids were watching him on SmackDown. Here's meters of ten. People knew him. Their dads knew Edge. So it's like the matter of fact. You're right about how you know it's how you present uh, Jared Carger, but it's like how do you not uh, interact? Not in what's the word? Bond with the audience because it's like, oh, it's yes. just another woman, another woman wrestler. What do I care about her? And it's like, you, you okay? You could go in the ring. We know you could do that with the AEW roster. How can you, how can you evolve to WWE style? Because completely different format. How they, um, you can watch. It's like night and day how WWE superstars wrestle compared to how AEW superstars wrestle. Like that with Edge, you have that. People call it the new era in AEW now. It's the Nostalgia Act. Because you have like Christian running it, you have Sting, you have all these guys. I think it's not a nostalgic act because you have 
we never seen this type of Christian before. We're picking on superstars who have dead fathers and corrupting them. Christian was always my favorite guy between Edge and Christian. I always loved Christian. To see him finally main, main event a pay-per-view for the first time was beautiful in AEW. I love that. Is he going to take a backseat now since Adam Copeland's in here? I hope he doesn't. Well, he's was, wrestling was, Luchasaurus. I well, no, but pending no, uh, the time of this podcast, he's wrestling Luchasaurus he, Edge he, on and, Wednesday's yeah. Dynamite. But I, I just hope that like they don't push him to the side. Now they have a bigger star. But AEW has filled that void that CM Punk has left in AEW. So now Survivor Series is coming in two months. Uh, Punk said, Punk said he's he has nothing going on until two months. Uh-huh. It's in Chicago. You know, you you take Adam Copeland. What a bigger, uh, you know, Jay Carger is like, eh, Adam Copeland's here. You you want to make an impact? You want to do like, I should be like, oh yeah, you took our guy. Let's go, let's go take your guy now. So I guess let's talk about CM Punk now, because uh, you know we covered the whole incident while he left AEW. Now, mm-hmm. um, of course, like you just said, rumors have been speculating galore. And there was recently, like, people are saying little mentions, like little taglines in reference to CM Punk on Raw. I haven't seen them, but I'll look at them to see if that's actually true. Shawn Michaels said that he has no hard feelings against Punk. Every interaction he had with Punk was always good. Shawn's like, I don't mind having Punk down in NXT. Bully Ray says that he he doesn't mind having Punk in Impact. It's like... I'm going to stay true to this. I don't I don't see the need for him in WWE. I just don't. I I can see him a need for NXT. You want you want him a lighter schedule. You want you don't want him to wrestle every day cuz he's injury prone as they say. You have him you have him on NXT. You get more people's eyes on NXT cuz first of all No Mercy just came and gone and what an amazing show. Yes. No Mercy was in NXT. People were like, "Oh, Oh, ever, ever since the Black and Gold NXT hasn't been good. Granted, I don't think when it was NXT 2.0, when it was Bruce Pitchard and Vince running it, it wasn't good. But when the moment Sean took over, it's been banger after banger. If you guys haven't been watching NXT now, you have to. Tiffany and, Be- and Becky Lynch's match, beautiful. Camelo mm-hmm. and Egan Dragunov, your guy, your U- NXT UK guy. Love it. Phenomenal. He finally wins the title. Like It was such a great Baron show. Baron Corbin. Baron, Baron Corbin. Corbin. I mean, come on. No, 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 you don't even say anything. You just say Baron Corbin's name. That show, people say NXT is the best wrestling show right now. After No Mercy, you, I, I can't say you can't say. Because there was no match on that call where I'm like, all right, and I don't care about it. It was banger after banger after banger. So have Punk to be on NXT. That's how you get people's eyes on NXT then. Just have him stay in Florida. I can see, like, if CM Punk does come back, him working that edge schedule where like he's here for like a month span around big time pay-per-views like a Lesnar schedule. Yeah. If it, I don't think it works in a world where we see him full time. No, absolutely not. And you know, you, there's hard feelings with triple H. I don't know if that's ever got fixed or resolved. I don't know. Like I said, money can buy anything. No, 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 no. I'm saying, but you, money can buy anything, but you, there's still going to be animosity between those. Oh guys. yeah. Shawn Michaels said he has no issues with punk. So if you want to keep, Whenever when they came, when Punk came to uh, when fought, when they had the uh, backstage on Fox Network, he wasn't dealing with Triple H. He wasn't dealing. He was dealing with Fox's network itself. 
if you wanted to have Punk be happy, you just bring him down to Shawn Michaels. No interactions with Triple H. No interactions with Vince. You just deal with Shawn. You listen to Shawn. Boom. Done. Happy man. Yeah, I can see that. Um, well, before now- we go, before we go, Dominic Mysterio loses the title. Do you think that elevated him or he elevated the title? Because that the match with with um, what's the guy's name? Dragon Lee was amazing on Raw. This is. This is my thing. Dominic Mysterio, I feel, didn't need a title. I think he always... I Eventually, he would hold the title in WWE. That's no secret. But I think his character works better as, like, that little brother that can't... It's annoying. Yeah, that's annoying and can't really get the job done, mm-hmm. which is why he needed Rhea by his side, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, Dragon he he won it without Rhea on Monday Night Raw against Dragon Lee. Yeah, and it also, like, does it, like, it makes it funnier for the fact that he's a Raw superstar being Dominic Mysterio, holding an NXT title, like the North American Even Championship. Even though he didn't, grow, he didn't go through the NXT system, he's like... Yeah, he's just kind of like, oh, I just showed up and took it. That's what yeah. I do. Like, it it fit, like, the title run in itself fit his character. I, I don't think he changed or impacted the title yeah. in any way. Uh, he defended it, at least on NXT, yeah. a lot more. He defended it on Raw. Or defended it on Raw. On Raw. Um, now that Trick Williams holds that title, it's going to be interesting to see who follows up to go after him. Because Carmel Hayes, you saw that angle where he was just looking at Trick Williams' title. Well, you got guys like Dragon Lee. I was going to say Mustafa Ali, but now he's gone from so the... the question, question is, was Mustafa Ali going to win the title No Mercy then? I wish. I think he would have done great in that role. That match would have been a bang. I think it would have been a better match than what we got with Trick Williams and Dragon Lee. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl um oh, Drake williams versus um, dominic mysterio sorry yeah i don't know with that stuff it's always it's so weird like there was reports coming out that 
the uh, promo Mustafa Ali did where yeah. he kind of was like a uh, public uh, yeah, a politician politician. Yeah, um, that's what got him released. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think that which, clears which, which I was clears intrigued, PR yeah. without. No. Yeah, you know, no, but, but when I saw that, I was intrigued. I was like, oh, I like this new gimmick. I want more of it. Yeah, no, like I, I was all for it. Uh, yeah. I, I think honestly, at that point, you're in NXT. Just try to throw whatever at the wall and see fun. what sticks. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the big going back to Edge before we move on to the other topics. Edge said, and I don't know if you watched the media scrum, but Edge said the main reason why what made me go to AEW is what his daughter said, "Go be with Uncle Jay, Uncle Jay being Christian, and have fun." And I'm like, that's the most wholesome thing. Yeah. You can ask for a reason to sign with a company. Your daughter is saying, "Go be with your best friend and have fun." Like. Not to call him old, but like whenever you get old enough in this wrestling business, I think whenever you reach that age bracket, I think you as a wrestler, you've proven enough like mm-hmm. with your body, like prior at that point, make the best decision of what makes you happy and try the things you want to do. So now we're going to see a new version of Edge and yeah. let's see where that goes. I, I just wish he had. He won the war title before he left. The title that he never. You think he's holding? I think he beats Christian for the TNT title. Yeah, but I mean, like with the tournament crowning the war, the whole war champion. I wish Edge had one more run in WWE. Yeah. Before going it, him versus MJF too sounds like a nice little little thing. Oh, give me goosebumps! Give me goosebumps! But um, I'm gonna give you uh, more outlines to this WWE. UFC, TKO, TKO, whatever, RKO merger here. Um, apparently, there's rumors they want to add in weight classes to the internal rosters. <coughs> in w- I was just, well, believe me, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, name changes and um, a thing I want, and then we'll talk about it more. I want a women's mid-card title. But no. no. Oh, save it, save it. Shh, shh. Let's talk about the weight classes because then please. shush. Um, because two hundred five live is on my mind. I think doing that is totally a waste of time. They tried the it. The weight, the weight classes. They tried it. I mean, I mean, it is the world heavyweight championship, but Seth Rollins is holding it. He's like what two twenty, two twenty. That is heavy. That is that is heavier than me. But, like, I don't, I just don't see the allure. It, it, does it get rid of matchups you want, like a Gunther versus Seth Rollins, or like, or Chad Gable versus Gunther? Like, if they're gonna segment it, they gotta have like good reason to, or just do a whole separate show like Two Hundred Five Live and then revamp it. So, though, so, and um, in the box, in the box, so I'm. Since I did boxing, um, and f- the bo- uh, boxing heavyweights were unlimited, so they, they didn't really have a weight class, like a number to it. Okay. Cruiserweights were about 200 pounds. Light heavyweights were, was 175. And super middleweights were 168. But okay. I, I think I think the weight class is necessary. And I think it'd be fun, because look at New Japan. New Japan has the junior heavyweights. It has the heavyweight the tag team dreamers and then once the teams and the superstars that were in that division things all right 
There's nothing else for me. I want to go for more. And then they move up to the heavyweights. I feel like that'd be cool. The same way you literally do what New Japan did. Because look at Finn Balor. Finn Balor was in the junior heavyweight. And then he was like, I'm sick of it. I want to be in the heavyweights. I want to be in the main event. And he moved up and you became one of the biggest stars in New Japan. If WWE does something similar like that, I'm okay with. And imagine imagine if you're stuck in the junior heavyweights or cruiserweight. And then you win the Royal Rumble. And you're like, nah, I ain't going for the cruiserweight title. I'm going for the heavyweight title. And I have the right since I'm the Royal Rumble winner. I think a, a nice middle ground you can do like New Japan. There's like the junior heavyweights, blah, That's blah, blah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But. Don't give me a butt. I don't like butts. Do it by age. No. Uh-uh. I think by age. Because there was like a, a weird thing that Dragunov and uh, Carmelo Hayes are like 20-something years old. 24, 25. And I'm like, all You're right. Ages. You're ages. That's what, you, what I'm getting at it from. You're ages. Oh, clearly. Yeah. And like people like Thea Hale are like 20. It's like the idea of having like the, which is essentially NXT versus main roster. But I I just, I don't really care for weight classes. If they want to do that, by all means, go ahead. I just personally don't see the need for it. I mean, WWE proved that they could do a cruiserweight division. They did it back in the 2000s. In the you gave me the dirtiest look right now. I thought um, you were about to say 205 Live. I was to say, sir, as much as I love that show, <laughs> it did not work. No, no, I'm talking about during the Roosters Aggression era. They made the cruiserweight work in that era. They can make a cruiserweight division. And it's True. just... And then, no, but I think the best way is, like, the New Japan style, if they want to do weight classes. And then going for your, um, about having the mid-card titles for the women's, I don't, we saw how that did with the tag, the tag titles for the women's division. I don't think you need, I mean, granted, AEW's doing it with the TBS title for the NX, for the women's division over there. I just don't think... You need that. You need to just give women's chances. Because right now, WWE pushes who on the main roster? Belair, Charlotte Fair, Becky, and... Would you throw Asuka? Rhea. No, Asuka, no. Because she's like... I mean, like, the person that's countlessly in the main event scene. Like, there's only four. But. But. I don't don't like butts. I don't like your butt. You know, I've been working on it. Relax. Getting the squats in. But. This opens the door for like a Shayna Baszler, an Asuka, Eo Sky is apparently, or not Eo Sky, um, Dakota Kai, my my wife, my wifey, Dakota Kai. Oh, she's she's hurt. Um, Don't talk to her about it like that. Take I almost that had it. I almost had it. You made uh, Kyrie Sane. Apparently, she's coming back. Uh, it opens the door for like those people to be credible and have a title on them. Like Shayna Baszler, we've been begging for that classic NXT Shayna Baszler to come back. We got glimpses of it when she was facing Ronda Rousey, and now it fizzled out to nothing. Yeah, because it, of freaking Nia Jax. She's like, <laughs> she's more, she's not like most girls. I, that's a whole other deal. But again, like you talked about the women's tag titles, those things are cursed. I just don't know what the heck is happening with them. And the women's tag titles have never been treated like true tag team titles where an actual team goes for them, a team that has chemistry, a team that has been built together from the ground up like a DIY, like Edge and Christian, 
like those teams. It's always been these ragtag matchups. Example right now, Chelsea Green and Dewdrop or Piper Niven. My bad. It's just like, aside from like name the Kabuki Warriors. All right. That's an actual real deal tag team. And do you say Sasha Banks and Naomi are a real um, Sasha Banks and Bailey? I'm talking about like a real tag team. That was a real tag team. Like the Dudley boys, like Edge and Christian. I'm talking about like real, like this. You look at them and you're like, all right, that wrestler belongs with that one. Not yes, this main no. eventer's not doing anything, and this main eventer's not doing anything. So let's just no, combine it, them. Do you not forget how Bailey got called up? Sasha needed a tag partner, and then they were teaming up. I think that works. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, Charlotte Fair and, and um, Carmella. Remember their teaming? Not a real tag team. Charlotte Fair and Asuka. Uh, Again, it would benefit... Chelsea, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. It would benefit to just have one title in the division just to kind of be like, hey, Shayna Baszler, you're not doing anything right now. We view you as a main event star. Here you go. And then you can build up people like Chelsea Green, like Piper Niven, like all these people that aren't doing anything. Natalia has been on the roster for 50 years and she just kind of hovers around her running with a mid card title and having a young talent go over her would be awesome. You, you see my, you see no, my but, but long no, term, no, no, long term. But then you have the issues of having too many titles and then you see how the U S title... those women titles real quick. Mm. Get me, get those tag team titles out. Let's soul for soul. Tag titles out, mid card women's title in. Give me all that. I don't because you, you saw how long it took for the IC title and the US title to come back. And I think if anything, NXT needs a mid card title to prove to give them that. I don't think the main roster is just have them fight, fight for titles. Would an all think- women show with a title just defended on that show? Would that help where you can combine the Raw, SmackDown, and NXT rosters and just have them go at it? And then when it gets, what, a title? Yeah. Match? Title match or title? Title. Like 205 Live, but all women from every single WWE show. Huh. Because they've been talking about doing this Evolution pay-per-view again, the all-women's pay-per-view. And then you can just say, like, hey, one Saturday... Like every three months, here is like the G one climax of WWE women's division. Good, good for you for knowing the G one climax. How do you know that that was in your definition? Good job. I, you know, sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I do. And this happens you. to be the one time. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. But yeah. I, I don't see the harm in it. I don't. I, 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 I it only I, will help I, build people. I, I, I don't think so. I honestly don't. I, I know a lot of people want the mid card. So I know, especially in the two K games, they brought back the old United States title and they made that the women's United States title. And they brought up one of the nicers Intercontinental titles I ever seen. The one, the one that Cody introduced, the white strap, and then that, and they made that the women's Intercontinental title. No, because then you're gonna have like you know how people like Shensuke hold the U.S. title and never defend it or stuff like that. You, I think you need a TV title. For the women's division, if anything, sure. If you're gonna gonna give a title, give a title that's like the TBS title, call it the USA title. No, 
It is all do. USA now. No, but we have the United States title, so um, USA Network, New USA Network. T, uh, new, no, I don't know. Something like that that has that has the stipulation that this title has to be defended on every television and the give Peacock it a good team. title. It has the word cock in it. I don't know if that's gonna fly. The cock, the, the cock, cock title, the cock title, the P I'm title. Yeah, no, let it rip. Do it. I, like, I think that's like the only way I would agree. If you give a women's the title that gives them the spotlight on television, not just a pointless title, give them like a TBS title that's sufficient. You want to talk about night. pointless? The Heritage Cup on NXT. No, what I, is it? What is you, it? You watched NXT UK, but yeah, I did. But like, I still whoa, whoa, don't whoa, whoa, see whoa, whoa, the whoa, premise. Whoa, 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 what is it? What is you watch NXT UK? That, that you talk UK. about the men's division having too many titles. Look at that. You got the NXT North American Championship. You got the Men's Tag Team Championship. You got the Heritage Cup. And you got the whoa, NXT whoa, whoa, whoa. Men's the, Championship. The, 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 the Heritage Cup's all over in NXT. And that was from Don't. NXT. That, that was from NXT UK. That's your show. You explain to me what the Heritage <laughs> Cup is. You it's just TV. another thing. It's like the the Braun Strowman green title. The Greatest so, Royal Rumble going, title. That's going, never been defended. Going back to the 2K games, 2K23, they brought the Heritage's title into the you in the story mode, and Norm Dar has it, and then you t- you beat Norm Dar for it, and then he's like, "All right, I'm giving this trophy up for a shot at the NXT title." If it's like that, like kind of like the money, like you, if you win this, if you like King of the Ring, kind of like you win the trophy, you get a shot at a title. That's how they had it in the um, 2K universe. But that's your that's from your brand, your dead brand. You explain to me what that is. Don't mock NXT UK. It's the it's best. It's dead. It's dead. It was the best. It's dead on the ground. I'm stepping on it right now. It's the best. But you know what is also there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. We talked about the merger. We also yeah. talked about how they want some UFC fighters coming in challenging for the title. How do you feel about that? Conor Before- McGregor injected in my veins. That man is a WWE character in real life. I I can't... I try to rationalize these people coming over, but mm-hmm. again, it's going to be something to the impact that Mike Tyson had whenever he joined up with DX. They're not... But then again, they could. They could come in and be a wrestler, have, you know, matches or whatever, the style never really translates. I mean, we've seen it with Ronda Rousey go over pretty well. But these people, if they want to come over from UFC, I see it being in more of a celebrity spot versus a full-time wrestler role. That's just my viewpoint on it. Ah, he's just the blind man. I'm well, not blind. Uh, kind no, I'm of. Blind. I'm blind. But you know what isn't blind, Kay? What? More episodes of the Get Comfy podcast. Of course, you can catch more episodes of the Get Comfy podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Network. I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only. What up, guys? BKS. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.